11 minutes it is uh, before 9 p.m. You tuned into Metro FM Talk here on the mighty Metro, and uh, I'm in conversation with Malapane Tamaha, independent agricultural economist, and we're talking about uh, some of the recent shifts in the national minimum wage, uh, effectively, uh, I guess, also insofar as they relate to farm workers. And Malapane, you were making a very interesting point there, which was, you know, the nature of the agricultural sector and how, I guess, it's developed in South Africa under specific conditions. Um, is that many workers are not just reliant on their employers for work, but also reliant on the employers, you know, for a place to live. And so there's, you know, all of these uh, questions around tenure security for many people who are tenant, you know, uh, workers, um, and, and in some cases who have lived there for successive generations. Um, you are making the point that th there must be ways, I guess, to think about uh, potential ways to subsidize, uh, you know, some of the living costs of farm workers as part of this framework of, uh, I guess, uh, pushing towards a decent wage and, uh, you know, national minimum wage, uh, by no stretch of the imagination, would be seen, I guess, as that decent wage yet. Yes, Ayabonga. Uh, you know, one of the innovative ideas that uh, the, the, your operation, Pagisa, was working on is with regard to what was termed farm villages. You know, the idea was to do away with the issue of farm workers being far away from their workplace. And, you know, in South Africa, like many other programs, you know, some of these things, they just disappear after so much long of hard work. And you touch on a very important issue, which is not so much spoken about when we talk land reform, which is the third leg of the uh, land reform program, land tenure reform. You know, lately, farmers are doing all they can to avoid having uh, farm work on their farms, because that tends to be a challenge now when they have to to move out in a in a in a in a situation where, for instance, a farm worker, for some reason or the other, is suspended or dismissed from the the work from their farm work, then it becomes a challenge as to where are they going to live now, since their their home is within within the farm. So. Farmers, as a result, is doing away with that issue. They're doing all they can to make sure that, you know, uh, only the little or the core part of their team is within the farms, given that, you know, farming is a 24-7 kind of a job so that they can have someone whenever they need them. Two of you know, farm workers and stuff living in sort of, Malapane? Ah, Malapane, are you still with us? Ah, we seem to have lost Malapane there. Let's take a brief break while we try and re-establish our connection there uh, with Malapane, and we'll certainly continue after this. Seven minutes it is before 9 p.m. Um, and uh, I'm in conversation with independent agricultural economist Malapane Tamaha. Malapane, uh, I certainly hope I have you back on the line there. I lost the last part of what you were saying. So, so maybe let's pick up from there. Malapane? And maybe you heard me? Yes, yes, I hear you now. Please go ahead. Yes, all I was saying is that, you know, um, farmers are doing all they can you know, to make sure that farm workers do not stay 
on the farm because it becomes an issue after they have been dismissed from work. In a sense, mm. continue to live on the farm when they have an issue with the, the farm owner. So they do all they can to make sure that they stay away from the farm. And that issue, in most cases, people tend to think is a challenge only for white farmers. It's also a challenge for, for black farmers. For instance, you inherit a farm or government buy a farm on your behalf. When you get to the farm, you find people on the farm. Whether you like it or not, you're, you're forced to live with those people. And in most mm. cases, you know, it tend to perpetuate the issue of of uh, theft, as if you've, you've seen this in the agricultural sector. Sure, sure. I guess the other dimension, Malapane, is enforcement. Um, now, you know, anybody who, you don't have to be a labor inspector to know how difficult it is to access a farm um, in some cases. I mean, you know, and the big question here is even though this has been put into effect where, you know, effectively increases the, the minimum wage uh, for farm workers to just over 21 rand and 69 cents an hour, um, you know, what's the likelihood that this is going to be enforced? And uh, do we have the capability to actually know uh, well enough, I guess, you know, the levels of enforcement in sectors where, you know, it's it's not easy to get a trade union in, it's not easy to get a labor inspector in. You know, now we live in an age of technology, you know, anything you do and thinking that no one is seeing you, 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 you're likely, you know, to be Twitter and you wouldn't want to see black Twitter on you. So in that sense, you know, whether you like it or not, um, um, you know, as, as a farm owner, you, you, you're forced to kind of comply with what is happening because there are also some unions that are operating within the, the farm worker space and you wouldn't want to be on the bad side of, of such um, organizations. Mm, mm. But but I mean you know I, I guess that's an urban phenomenon. Uh, you know you have to first find out that it's happening. I mean, it, it just uh, gives me a recollection of a very old story here in South Africa of uh, you know the potato boycotts. I think in the fifties, um, you know, where it took a lot of journalistic work to be able to find out what was happening on many of these farms where prison labor was being used, uh, and one gets a sense that you know we might find a similar situation here where. You know, uh, there's potentially the Twitterati is not there, you know, in the farm as outside Zastron. Um, and, and in some instances, there isn't, I guess, a popular campaign for people to claim these rights uh, in instances where they might not be familiar with the fact that they have the rights. It's, it's quite an unfortunate situation, you know, as you have probably seen in the free state when they were talking about farm attacks. And I think. It has to go beyond just farmer tech. It has to go to as far as your laborers. And even the rural community in large, you know, it's one of the biggest things on, 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 on the agenda of the Minister of, of Police. You know, there are consultations taking place. And I would encourage, you know, those who are forming part of the community forums, you know, to partake in such activities. Because one way or the other, you know, by virtue of you staying wherever you are, you know, you are affected. And therefore, taking part in such, you know, uh, engagement, then you have your, your voice heard. One of the things that we, we tend to neglect in South Africa, 
or, or you know, stay away from his participation in, in such engagements. All we have to do is we wait until, you know, a policy is passed or a program is passed, then we start complaining. But whenever there are some sort of engagements uh, to deal with this matters, you know, we need all sides of the story. And, and, and you know, farm workers must also see to it that they, they are represented. I know that it's a difficulty because, you know, they are kind of vulnerable one way or the other. But, you know, uh, if they can, it will be advisable that they form part of such engagements. Mm, mm, no, definitely, definitely. Um, and I guess, you know, you know, just uh, the other dimension is that where, where is the sector now? Where, where does it find itself? I mean, we're nearing a harvest for many subsectors of the agricultural sector, uh, you know, by all accounts, an anticipated bumper harvest. Um, I mean, how, how does that influence, I guess, you know, how this particular message from many uh, agricultural unions is received? I mean, you know, likes of Transvaal Agricultural Union and many others who are saying effectively that they'd be out of business here. But, um, I mean, is that a true assessment of, of, of the situation? Well, you know, it, it, it's, it's a two-sided story in a sense that, you know, from nature point of view, you know, we have received quite good rains in, in the past mm. two, three weeks. And those who needed rains, you know, and how the sector has drought in the past, you know, seven years in some provinces. And now with such... Ah, Malapane. Malapane, we lost you there. Sorry, my brother, we lost you there. Um, yeah, so so let's try again. I think we've got about a minute or so. Yes, I was saying, you know, um, uh, given the rains that we've received, you know, we, we expect, you are, we are expecting quite a bumper harvest, you know, in the sector. Mm. It's a pity that rains uh, lately, they, they, they start quite late, you know, in, in, in some part in January, in part of the, in some part of the country. So there, it's a need for some sort of investment in, in seeds that do not take longer, you know, uh, to, to kind of get to a, a, a point where you can harvest, you know. Unlike in the past where the, the planting season was from October, now you're forced to only plant in, in August. I mean, now mm. in January, mm. and you have to harvest, you know, not so long in May. So it's quite a need to invest in, in technology from sure, that point sure. of view. As far as COVID is concerned, it's quite a challenge for, for everyone. You know, we're learning mm. new ways of doing this business in, in the agri-space. Sure, sure especially those export-orientated sectors, it, mm. it's, it's, it's becoming quite a big challenge. Okay. Malapane, we'll have to leave it there, my brother. Unfortunately, we have run out of time, but a real pleasure uh, speaking to you this evening. Malapane Tamaha, an independent agricultural economist, speaking to us this evening on uh, the agricultural sector more broadly, but I guess also the response uh, to the uh, national minimum wage, uh, as of course it will come into effect on the 1st of March. We'll have to leave it there, folks. A little after 9 p.m., the man with the music is standing by. You have yourself a great evening. Take strength, Africa.